Welcome to the Friends I View podcast, where Sean and Jose talk about everything under the sun. Visit friendsayview.com for more, unlock exclusive content on Patreon, and catch our videos on YouTube at the Friends I View. Subscribe for weekly episodes and let's explore the world together. Thank you for joining the Friends I View. This is Sean. Um, with my buddy Jose, we have a special guest today, Nancy Thames. Uh, we are going to be discussing that favorite topic that we have, aliens. As you know, I've already discussed what I thought and Jose thought, and we'll probably talk about it more in the future. But we're going to get some information from Nancy, who has um, exposure to aliens. Um, so Nancy, if you would, for the viewers or the listeners, um, could you give us a brief overview of your background? Yes, um, I am a lifelong contactee. Uh, never considered myself an abductee. I'm a contactee, which means all my life I've had face-to-face -face contact with positive extraterrestrials and interdimensional beings. Um, so it started off, my first conscious memories are from around two to three years old, and they were playful, fun. Um, at that point in my life, uh, I was not scared. I, you know, I had no fears. It was just seemed I didn't know that it wasn't something that other people were experiencing at this age. So really and truly, until I got to about, uh, say, my junior high age, around 13, 14 years old, I didn't realize that uh, other people were having experiences, but their experiences were not like my experiences. They were saying um, things like, taken uh, you know not by will they were saying all these horror stories and this was very confusing to me because this is not what i was experiencing i had figured out that this was not a topic uh, that i could talk to really even with my parents they would talk a little bit but then as it progressed they would say enough of that that's just you are having dreams you know, imaginary friends, blah, 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 you know, all these things. So I realized that this was not something you could talk about. And they had told me at school or with other relatives, these topics people do not want to talk about. And they put people in a crazy house, you know, for ta uh, talking about these things. So I kept it suppressed. And that was a very hard thing for me as a human being um having these experiences and not understanding why it was happening why my experiences were different and really nobody to talk to so it was something that i had to carry inside me for a very long time and you know it's it's not a always a fun thing to it, it makes you have insecurities about yourself or the world around you that you know so it was it was very hard and i noticed that once i started becoming or or having fear or anxiety about a visit when they would come i would feel their presence i'd always been able to feel their presence but at this point when uh begin to have anxiety i would keep my eyes closed and i would keep the covers up over my eyes and uh, i would lay there and feel their pre I, I, the vibrational frequency that that they give off is there's nothing else like it you know that it's them so i would lay there and then um after a few minutes i would feel my covers come off and then i would feel what would be 
a scanning device that did not touch my body, but it would go from my head down to my toes, my toes up to my head several times. And then after a few minutes, I would feel my body start to float up off the bed. So as I started to float up, then I would look, open my eyes, look around, and I would visibly see that the bed below me was empty. So this is something that was physically happening to me. This was not a dream. This was not an out-of-body experience. This was a physical thing happening to me. And I would look over, and I would be holding the hands of a female, uh, gray. And throughout my life, I've always had the same three grays come for me. They are reddish-brown color, and they are a hybrid gray. They were designed by the tall grays and the interdimensionals and positive extraterrestrials. They created this hybrid, and basically, they do the legwork back and forth, coming to get contactees, picking us up and taking us to craft. Once we get on craft, I don't see her or the other two with her anymore, but I am bonded with her, and she's always the one, and we, she talks to me telepathic. The other two... I don't really know what their purpose is, but they're always with her. So then I don't see her again until it's time. And she's the one that always brings me back home. So this was very confusing to me, but I figured out and they let me know that because of the fact that I was experiencing anxiety and fear, they would take their head and they would tap on my forehead and they would put me in a uh, trance-like state. When this happens, you are fully functional, but you are like uh, in a trance and your fears and all this kind of thing are eliminated. So, but the problem with that is that when you return home and you wake up the next morning, your memories are fragmented. It's not full conscious memory. So that is confusing because you'll you'll remember bits and pieces but not understand the whole scenario of the experience and it's very it's very difficult and i never understood you know why all these different ways of doing things and why this was happening and so by the time i got to my 20s all this was still happening but when i got to my 20s they started giving me more conscious contact and I realized that things were not changing. You know, this was not going to, it was continuing. And so I became a wife. I became a mother, had two sons, and these things kept happening. And so being a mother, I was on a vacation at the Key West uh, in Lower Keys in Florida. And I was at a Marriott hotel staying on a beach. And I woke up because I felt extraterrestrial presence. And when I raised up, I looked around. These were not the same grays that come for me. These grays were three feet tall, shorter, and they were wearing long robes and collars on the robes that stuck up like this. And when I raised up in the bed in a sitting position, one of them walked to me and on the left-hand side, pressed me down to the bed and told me telepathically, lay down. This is not about you. And this was a male. I could sense it was a male. And he put me in a sleep paralysis, so I could not speak. 
I could not move. So I watched out the corner of my eye and I saw them take my children, my two sons, for the first time. And there was nothing I could do. I couldn't be a part. I couldn't say or do anything. So they blacked me out. I went to sleep. And the next morning, I raise up and look. They're in their bed and they're okay. We all get up, go have breakfast. <laughs> I ask them if they have any um, dreams or anything unusual they'd like to talk about. And they were sitting there eating and they looked at me and just, no, you know, just thought, you know, looked at me strangely like, why are you even asking this? So I, I, I left it alone because they obviously had no memories of it at all. So it was a very strange, and it's been like that all my life. So I'll give you the opportunity to ask me something if you'd like. Did they, did they ever tell you why they did this or why they pick people? Is it specific people that they pick? Because I know, like, if you go online and look at these encounters, you'll usually yeah. find quite a few, but no, um, no basis of, like, specifics of why they picked this particular person. Yeah. Um, because... <laughs> Yeah, when I when I've seen when I've seen the people, and obviously I'm an open-minded person, non-judgmental, but they're like from different walks of life. You have some that are are you know maybe on the more secluded side of life, and then you find some that are on the more you know or, you know they're more ambitious or they're more you know involved with their families you know more high profile if you want to call it that okay yeah. well yeah. for me i was very upset because it was one thing for me dealing with me but then when it was my children were involved when i got back home i was upset and i sit down in the floor and i i took i was on carpet and i what i did was i just formed a circle around me and i don't know why i did that i just did it i don't know why but i was thinking that i was creating a safe place around me and i started meditating to them with pure intent thoughts and i said i want face-to-face -face contact i want answers i want to know why this is happening to me i i want to know what this means what is the purpose of it so so I went to bed, and later on, the grace came for me, and they took me to a craft. When I got on craft, they took me to what they said was a group of elders. And these group of elders, there were many of them. I couldn't tell you how many, but they were like very much taller. They looked human, but they were not human beings. They were humanoid-like, and they were very, very tall, seven to eight foot. And there were many of them and they i could tell that they were like from different races and so i was standing before them and i asked them why is this happening to me why is this happening i do not understand and they told me that i had made in this a decision before being born as a human being to come here and be here for a time a pivotal time for humanity to experience contact with interdimensionals and positive extraterrestrials and that I had agreed to be here and that when I before that they would work with me and groom me into this and as I progress into my grooming I would later remember all these things and I told them I do not remember any of this this makes no sense to me and so 
they opened up and showed me a vision, a vision of myself sitting and waiting and a vision of one of them coming to me and reaching out. And I saw myself as a etheric being, energy being, and I saw myself walking and them explaining to me that I was going to have my human experience and that when I woke up, I would not remember any of this or see them for many, many years. But then afterwards, they would be working with me and visiting me and explaining and reminding me of all this and that I will remember my purpose of coming here. So, and that's exactly what happened. That's exactly all, you know, I'm 63 years old. So this has been happening to me all my life when I got that was in my 20s and in my 30s. And so I realized, you know, at this point that my children were involved. It's still at this point, though, there was a lot of questions I did not understand and did not know. So throughout my life, being a human being is not an easy thing. I can tell you that I've gone through two divorces. They were not fun. They were not pleasant. And there's been lots of struggles in my life. Um, you know, for one thing, uh, having these kind of things, going through these kind of experiences, it's hard to have a relationship with other people and friends that think you're crazy, you know. So there's a lot of things involved. And a lot of times family members simply just don't want to hear about this kind of stuff. You know, it's like you had a bad dream, get over it, this kind of stuff. So anyway, so throughout my life, and when I would just be um, at my wit's end, and struggling, trying to understand why is this happening to me? What what is going on? And they would appear to me, and they would say to me, "If this ever gets to be too much for you, you can always come home." And I was like, uh, "I'm a mom. I'm a mother. I, I have children. This is my home." You know, it, that just did not make sense, and it didn't resonate with me at all. And it, if anything, it was upsetting because it, it was nothing I could um, relate to at that point in my life. So basically, all these things continued. And as I got older, bits and pieces started kind of coming together. And then my children becoming adults, they started having experiences. My oldest son has experiences just like I did. So when it was about a year and a half ago, I woke up in the middle of the night and my body went straight forward. And this was not me raising myself up. I was raised up and my head was up like this. And it was like I had a surges of energy coming through me three different times. And so when the first surge would come, then my body would go back to laying down. And then it would, I would be pulled forward and then it would come down. And it happened three times. And so it was not painful, but it was scary. It was scary. I had no earthly idea what was going on. I didn't know if I was dying or if I, I didn't know what was going on. So then I had sort of a, what I would call an out of body experience, which was very strange after that. And I ended up at a place that I didn't really, I wasn't familiar with. And I was around a lot of other people. And they were like in a meeting or whatever, and none of it really, I, I didn't understand it. So basically, I blacked out. And the next day, when I woke up, I was like, 
I don't know what that was. I don't know. So later on, though, I started like uh, searching around, trying to figure out what in the world this was. So now I understand. And when I asked them what had happened to me, they said, you already know. And I'm like, I don't know. And they're like, look within, you already know. And so I was looking around and all of a sudden I realized I had a Kundalini experience. I never didn't even really know what a Kundalini experience was, but I looked it up and researched it. And that's exactly what happened to me. They were pulling me up and the interdimensionals and the extraterrestrials did this. They were pulling me up. They were cleaning out charcas, blockages, and they were opening my subconscious up to my human consciousness and allowing all this information to come through. And it was, um, I didn't, I knew I was getting information, but I didn't really put the two and two together that it was from that awakening. I thought that they were sending me downloads and messages, but it was a Kundalini awakening. So ever since then, it's like I have direct line with them as far as my communication and what they want me to know and putting me in places where they want me to go and experience. So they sent my son and I to Mexico. They wanted us to meet an indigenous tribe there called the Zapotec. And they, uh, we went up into the mountains and drove three hours up in a shuttle. Uh, it was nobody spoke English, but it was primitive, very eco-friendly. The people all, it, it was just very primitive. There was no cell phone coverage. There was no internet or you know anything like that some people had electricity but that was it they didn't have like all the appliances and the modern things of of the world and stuff so they wanted us to experience seeing an indigenous tribe that were on the verge of ascension they're they're uh, also called the people of the clouds and their lineage or they go back as far as the mayans and the incas and this was indigenous to mexico they have their own language they don't even speak spanish and they wanted us to meet them and understand what it means for a beautiful race of people that really they were the most eco-friendly people i've ever seen and the way that they used technology was very minute compared to the way we do here in the united states so but they were the happiest people i'd ever seen in my life and they were not focused on materialistic things or or grandiose technology it was just enough to better their lives so they wanted my son and i to experience this because here in the united states people are all you'll see all these different stories about ai technology and all these things being bad being good etc cetera, etc cetera. so i think basically what they wanted me to understand and what to explain to the world is that this technology if used with our intelligence because it is created by man it is a man-made tool consider it a man-made tool keep it as a man-made tool use our intelligence and let it work for the betterment of humanity don't let certain individuals take charge of it and turn it into negative uh detrimental things that will is not that does not serve all of humanity so it's basically be intelligent with its uses and it can be a beautiful wonderful thing and benefit all 
not just a select few. So, and there was another thing they wanted us to learn while we were there. Like I said, it was very eco-friendly, very primitive. Uh, we were actually without electricity for most of the week, and there was definitely no hot water or, or things like this. And, but it was fine. It was beautiful. Uh, the people, regardless if they had electricity or not, life went on. You know, they they had beautiful meals. They they adapt well to whatever they're presented with. So it was a, it was a beautiful experience for my son and I. But the main thing is, is they wanted us to walk outside. I was staying in a primitive cabin, and it was on the side of a cliff. And we walked out on the deck, and they took their hands, and we had face-to-face -face contact almost every single night while we were there with them. They took their hands out, and they said, everything is alive. Everything is alive. Everything. Everything is alive. Everything is connected, and we are all one. And what they meant by that is that everything in this world, even the things we take for granted, our earth is a living being. She has a consciousness. All of the animals, all of the plants and trees are living beings, and they have a consciousness. It may not be the same as ours, but they communicate, and they are living beings. And they wanted us to understand and appreciate that everything on this planet was put here by a creator source, which is not our, it's equivalent to what people call God, but it's not like all the, the way that our man made different religions and things of this nature but they do believe in a creator source creator source made all these things and everything on this planet was made to work together in unity and help each other and we're all one so human beings are all one when you take off our human costume we are energy beings and we're all alike all of the racism all of these differences uh, uh, different languages different religions these are all man-made things that was done intentionally to keep humanity separated we're supposed to be one and we'll never ever become higher consciousness and higher intelligence and understand our place in the universe until we realize we are all one and we and we have to work together in unity and then we can raise our consciousness and become the human beings that we were intended to be. So it was beautiful. It, it was a beautiful experience. I will never forget it because now I look at plants and people laugh at me when I say trees are living beings. They are. Because we can't see these things in our 3D world does not mean that there's not life and things going on all around us. Our universe is teeming with life. We are not alone in the universe. Everything is alive. Our, and there's in our skies, extraterrestrials and interdimensionals are not hiding from us. They are there. We simply cannot see these things yet, but we are changing. We are at a pivotal moment, and we are reaching higher consciousness, becoming more intelligent. And when we go to the fourth or fifth dimension, or fourth dimension, these are not physical places. These are higher consciousness higher thinking higher intelligence we are changing all of us in the whole world are changing we are waking up and we are learning that these old ways that we were brought up all these governments the elite the cabal all these negative fractions have intentionally kept us separated because when we come together and realize that we are one they no longer can will serve us 
their time is over. They no longer serve humanity. We will no longer need that. And they have already been told when the positive and the interdimensionals came into our solar system, they told the negative extraterrestrials, the ones that first came here and they work with governments, work with the elites, the cabal, the black hats. Uh, they did abductions and things of this nature. They told them to leave humanity alone. It, their time is over. Get the heck away from them. So you can see these from the International Space Station seeing craft leaving, multitude, millions of, of craft leaving. So, however, some are still here and they're fighting tooth and nail. They want to keep us separated. They want us to fear the interdimensionals. They want to make it as hard as possible because they have been manipulating us around like little puppets for eons we are given a social security number from our birth we work nine to five working our tails off by the time that we finally are able to retire we are unhealthy they they keep toxins in our air toxins in our water toxins in our food all this was done intentional to keep our intelligence dumbed down to keep us separated and keep us dumbed down because as long as they're in power they're top dogs and they manipulate us and we run around with a banking system that is falling apart our banking systems are falling apart everything in our government is falling apart it has served its purpose we are waking up now is the time, and that is why these interdimensional and positive extraterrestrials are here now, because we are no longer going to fall for these old ways. We are learning that we don't have to be a slave to a system that no longer serves us. And they are not here to control us. They are not here to take over. They are simply here to assist. They look at us like children, and when your child makes a mistake, your child has to suffer the consequences. If your child does not suffer the consequences, he does not learn. He does not grow. He does not become more intelligent, and they see us that way. So, no, they cannot come down here and fix everything that's wrong with us at all because human beings are here on free will, and this is a cosmic law created long ago. The extraterrestrials and these negative human humans and beings stepped over our free will. They crossed the cosmic law and stepped over their boundaries. And they did these things because it served their own purpose. They're not necessarily demonic, but they are self-centered. They were only looking at, they're self-serving. They only wanted what they wanted and did not care about humanity. And they do not want us to become more intelligent because here's the kicker. When we all come together, they cannot control us anymore. When we realize what our capabilities are and who we can become, our lives will change for the better. Things, we will learn to live longer lives. We will learn that these foods and the, the things that we eat are not right. We will stop doing these. We will live happier, more positive lives. We will realize that the world is not a negative place. Those people wanted us to believe in these things because it served their purpose. So they're here waiting for us to wake up and realize that we have lots of 
things in our DNA that are dormant because of all the toxins and things. Our pineal gland is crystallized, shrunk. So we have so many things, but they are here now and they're going to start helping us to activate these dormant DNAs and for us to start realizing and seeing things around us. Our scientists already know animals are living beings and they communicate. They already know that the universe is teeming with life. We simply can't see it yet, but we're waking up. So they know these things, but it it is hard for them. How do they explain to humanity that there's life all around us, but we can't see it? These are very hard. Now, these things are not going to happen overnight. I'm 63. It's taken me a long time to figure out who I am and my purpose here on this earth. You know, and there's, I'm nothing special. There's a million people just like me from every race. They've always known that this was, this time was going to happen for humanity. And other races have all sent and incarnate here. And we're all waking up at different times and realizing our purpose here on earth. And this is our purpose is to help in a sense people to understand all the misinformation, all the lies, to understand that there are good things and we have everything in the world to look forward to. This doesn't have to be the end. When we die, it is not the end. When we die, our soul and our consciousness is not in our organ and our body. Yes, our bodies die, but our soul and our consciousness moves on and goes up to creator source and you go before like i went afford a board a front of a board of elders decisions are made on whether you come back and experience earth again and if you they if you and your soul path your inner self if that's comfortable you can choose to be something else you can be a dolphin you could be an animal or you can be an extraterrestrial and then when it's all said and done and you've reached your spiritual evolution and all the things that your soul path and the agreements with the creator source and the elders you can stay in an etheric and be a non-physical being forever and that never ends we do not die <laughs> we just become we move on and become something else being here on earth is a school we are all here having a a human experience and we are learning things while we're here it's a lot to absorb but it's a beautiful thing. It really is. So I'll let y'all ask me some questions because I talk a lot. Oh, I'm just in awe of, of actual, your actual story that I'm like, I, I'd rather listen to you than ask you questions, but I'm sure that our listeners might. All my lie. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Uh -huh. I have no reason to lie to you. And, and I meditate and, and I ask them to please help me to speak from my heart, speak from my experiences. And to be as relatable as possible to everyone. This has not been easy for me. I'm not going to lie. It, I didn't know who I was for a long time. But now I know who I am. I'm happier than I've ever been in my life. And I understand everything good or bad in my life needed to happen for my experience here on earth. And it has made me who I am today. And I know that this is why I'm here. It's to, and and it, to me, what more beautiful time to be a human being than to be here at a time we are the stepping stones to a better future for generations after us. We will go down in history as being the generation 
that made a change that reached the consciousness level and realized our old ways are not serving us and that we can have better futures. Our world is not going to end. They are not going to let our co-planet. What people don't realize is that they want to know why are they here? What What's so fascinating about us? It's not us. We're just, uh, uh, they do love us and we're a small part. They love our planet. They love everything on it. The waterfalls, the jungles, the indigenous people, the everything, the insects, the mammals, the oceans, the seas, the rivers, the fish, everything. And when we start playing with weapons of mass destruction and nuclear weapons and technology, we disrupt the balance of nature. We disrupt all things living on Earth that are living beings and that we're all connected with. And whatever we do, it ripples out into the universe because we are connected with the universe and all extraterrestrials and interdimensionals. They had a part along with the creator source of us all being here. Everything is connected. We are all connected. We are all one. They are our brothers and sisters. We are family. We are one with them. We just have to realize that we need to change. We need to wake up and realize we are all one. We are all one. I I can only imagine how it was when you were growing up. Um, how, how you were, you had to have been such a lonely individual that you couldn't tell not your parents, not any one of your families, not friends or anything like that. Exactly. And to imagine how you used to be back then to seeing you how you are now, because I can look at you and tell that you are a happy person. Oh, I am. I mean, this is, I know, I mean, some people are good at art, you know, or, yeah. or writing or whatever. This is me. This is my wow. This is what I've been waiting all my life for, you know, and it took me this long to finally come to the consciousness and realize, and, you know, it, it was, they groomed me into this. Everything that's ever happened to me, it was a grooming to get me ready. They never pushed me and they will not push humanity. Just like with me, they understand. They've seen every person like me that has incarnated here. They have been with me every step of the way. They know that it's hard being a human being. They know that we are suffering and uh, there should be no poverty. There should be no diseases. All these things. They know all these things. And they want to help us. They want, and but we are finally intelligent enough to understand and have that communication. We know they are not gods, they are not angels, they are simply beings of a billion years ahead of us in evolution and technology. And they've seen many other beings come to this point in their evolution, and they've seen some wipe themselves out, and they love our whole planet. And everything on it, including us, and they want to assist us, not take over, not, you know. But they're not gonna. They've come down here and they've turned off all these nuclear power plants. They have let the governments know we are not going to let you do things like that. But because we are here on free will, there's some things they wish that we have not done, but they've had to allow us to do it because we have to learn. We have to learn. Yes. Um, it, wow. It's a it's an amazing thing, and it's beautiful. I wouldn't now if ten years or fifteen years ago, I would have traded places with somebody <laughs> else. Now, 
I would not. No. I would, I'm you, proud to be who I am. Uh, and, I, and I thank you very much for um, joining us here on this episode. You mentioned you were two or three that you remember your yeah. first contact with them. How old were your children when they started remembering um, when they were contacted? I'm sure it was done like me. I was upset at the time, but now reflecting back, they could have easily had their experience without me even knowing, but they allowed me to be a part of that experience. I just wasn't mature enough to understand the greater value. And I think a lot of times people that do have an abduction, they are the fear, all these things, they don't understand. They don't see the greater purpose of these things. They are always checking on our evolution, how we are spiritually evolving. They're constantly watching these things because they've been waiting for us to get to this point. So I think a lot of it is misunderstandings, wrong interpretations of what was actually happening. Now, I do believe that some people have had uh, what they call abductions, and those are not lifelong experiences, and those were done randomly, and those are not all of the extraterrestrials and interdimensionals have souls, but this one type of grays and there's one type of reptilians, there's many different races of each race that we know of. There's many different ones. Some are good, some are bad, but they all have souls and they're not demonic. But the ones that I call negative, I call them negative because they are self-serving. They only think of themselves. They don't care what humanity thinks. So if they want to come and do a genetic test, they don't care if you like it or not. They're doing, they're not doing anything ugly or wrong, although a lot of people tell you all these things, but they only care and there's no negotiating, you know, they're very, they don't have the emotions and all these things. That's another thing I wanted to explain to y'all is that when I was young and I, you know, I never understood what this, the vibrational scanning and all this, all these things were. Now I understand we are in a 3D world and we are on a very low frequency. We all have a frequency that's very low. So when they were sending down the, the three that come from me are hybrids and they were created by the interdimensionals and positive extraterrestrials to do the legwork back and forth because they, the interdimensionals and regular extraterrestrials, have a problem with the density of Earth. It's not compatible to their makeup, their metabolisms. So they created this little hybrids, and they are created to do the back and forth work. So that's where that comes in. And a lot of people say they're robots. They are not robots. They are biological. They don't express a lot of emotions. Um, no other beings in the universe have as many emotions as we have. But the fact that they're all telepathic, when we experience fear and anxiety, they are telepathic. They feel this, but it's tenfold to them. They do not like this feeling. They do not understand these feelings. That's why they tap us out, because it makes it easier for them and also makes it easier for us it takes away the fear and the anxiety and they can do check on the things they want to check on to see where we stand on our scale of evolution. So 
But the scanning of the back and forth is because they are of a higher frequency, okay? So what they were doing is changing my vibrational frequency to their vibrational frequency. And when they change that, then I could go up through a roof or travel like they do. So that's what that was. Wow. Do you, do you, I don't know if you want to say anything, Sean. Um, <laughs> but do you, do the three that come and visit you and being as positive as they are, do they protect you from the negative ones? Have you been contacted by the negative beings as well? Or? Well, I lived in Australia for five years. And when I was there, I lived up on this mountain of all things. It was a primitive place to, for some reason, I'm drawn to these type things. Everything is, everything has served purpose. I now realize they probably instrumented all these things for me. But so I was living up in the mountains. It's called Mount Me. And this was in Queensland, Australia. And I was in a cabin again and i was overlooking the glass house mountains and and the beautiful pacific ocean and the southern cross and the milky way there was no light pollution it was the most beautiful night sky i'd ever seen but i had an experience and this experience was different i did not see my three but i felt a presence and then it was like i was like being through a tunnel type thing and i ended up in a craft and I was on a craft, and I was on a cot. It appeared to be a cot. And there were all these female oh, wow. humans running around and some other extraterrestrials behind them. And they were saying, send her back, send her back. Because I woke up, and I was conscious. And they said, send her back, send her back now. So next thing I know, I'm traveling back, and... I black out and then the next morning when I wake up I'm like oh my gosh what was that so I wasn't necessarily by land close to a facility called Pine Gap but Pine Gap is like Australia's kind of a version of Roswell New Mexico kind of a lot of strange things go on there so but by bladder or some craft you know it was i was in an isolated area easy to get to and it was not no light pollution so i think that that was and it, they were trying i think that was a, a part government and part grays working together trying to get me but then they realized either they realized i'm on a higher frequency they realized that they were better send me back because they would have to answer to the interdimensionals and the positives because I'm considered lineage to them. You know, I was, I, I do know now I was an extraterrestrial. I was an interdimensional being before I came here and made a choice. So I belong to them and they realized and they sent me back. So, yeah. So that was, that's the closest. But as far as like, no, uh, no, no weird contacts. And, and I went through menopause in my forties and these, that group of grays that do these genetic things, they would have had no use for me wow. at all. And I was that age too, you know, when I was um, living in Australia. So I think they just realized because at one time, you know, maybe I had an implant. I don't know. I've never gone to seek these things out, you know, but I do know now that I, I, I'm at a higher frequency ever since, you know, I, I just know because I have a positive attitude and I know that people around me 
like my positive attitude and they want to be positive too. It, it's kind of like um, a virus being positive and being, you know, always seeing the good side of things. It does. It radiates and it spreads. It really does. It, 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 I, it, I truly believe that. Yeah. It really is infectious. Thank you very much. Wow. Sean? Yeah. So, so I guess my question is, you know, obviously, um, you went over how we're all connected. We're all the same, et cetera. Um, what would you say is the major difference between, I know you said some of them have souls. No, they all have soul. Oh. They all have soul. Well, and they so. all believe in a creator source. I say some are negative and some are positive. Okay. The ones I call negative are not demonic, but they are self-serving, only interested in their their agendas. They don't care about us. So would they be like any of us who just kind of picked that decision to be a bad entity? Or like, you, you know what I'm asking? Like, from, from what you're saying, it's like people, at least from what I was taking from it, was that we essentially choose to be on earth okay. yes and so these negative entities or these entities that were created um are these elected things that those souls or whoever decided to do or like how did that come about do you understand what i know that all of the grace have a collective consciousness and they were willing to work with the interdimensionals to the betterment of humanity. This group, they were sent away, and I think they're around Orion right now. I think they're from Orion, and they don't think alike. They are not demonic. They are not warlike. They just wanted to do what they wanted to do and would not go along with the collection, the collective positives. So they are not associated, and they're, they don't collectively share consciousness at all they are on their own and the they are very small in number compared to the collective positive so one thing you, you gotta understand as we reach higher consciousness these are not physical places these are higher thinking higher intelligence as this happens to us however long i don't know how long all this takes but through their evolution there is no such thing as time yeah. there is no such thing as evil there is no such thing at negative see what we call negative and what they call negative is different really yeah. because the best way i can describe this group and negative is probably not the best way to do it because that could mean so many different things they are self-serving selfish <laughs> but that doesn't mean that they're going to destroy anything. They are not warlike. They just only think about themselves. So as we evolve and become greater evolution, there is no wars. There is no disease. There is no money exchanges. People come together as one, unite, and you learn to share, and you learn to use I don't even think they don't even call technology technology. Our physics, our technology does not even apply to them. For example, their crafts are living beings. Okay. When their pilot gets on a craft, only that pilot can fly that craft because their consciousness connect. They were created to be a pilot from the day that he, 
come into existence, they are pilot. So we can never fly any of their craft because none of us were created with the consciousness to do so. That's why they try to reverse engineer these things. They'll never be able to fly one of theirs because the craft is a living being with a consciousness and the pilot and he connect and just with a like that, he can think where he wants to go and they go. They don't use fuels. They don't use fuels and they can go between dimensions and they can, go, you know, there is no such thing as time. You know, it's, it's, it's hard to explain. It's just well, very interesting. Yeah, it's it's they are so far ahead of us. So the, that's why I even to say the word technology that is you know because they all live it's just a way of living that we don't understand. So that makes it really hard for the governments. They don't they don't understand a lot of this. But they do know a lot more than oh, what absolutely telling us. Okay. Yes, uh, yes, they just don't know how to explain it to the rest of the world. Yeah, that was one of my questions. I was I was going to ask. I was uh, one of the questions was, do you think the government, because they don't know how to explain it to us, that's why they're keeping it from us? Okay. Yeah. Wow. Now we and me and Jose, we talked about something the other day. I don't know. If it was just it was some guy who said he was like a DOD guy who said like the aliens gave us twenty twenty for full exposure. You heard anything like? That? Just, I've heard people say that. You have to understand. On the internet. <laughs> yeah. Misinformation is done purposely to keep mm -hmm. us in fear, to keep us separated. That's the goal, is to keep us separated. Because once we all unite, they, they are doomed. <laughs> it's over. The game is over, and they know it. So I don't see how they would put a... Uh, they don't... See, they don't put deadlines on things. They, they, this, their thinking and our thinking, you know, we try to humanize everything. There is no humanizing in their thinking. They do understand us and they know how we think, but that doesn't mean that they're not the type of beings. They are not going to, they're not trying to impress us. They are not going to land on the White House lawn. They are not going to show off showboat. Those are all human ego type things. They have evolved way past these things. It, they it, Those things don't exist. So we try to humanize things that there is no humanizing it, any of it, if that makes sense. I don't know how to explain it all. Really, it's hard. <laughs> I can only imagine no, how. It's you trying. You know, there's a lot of things I still have questions about and things that I want to know. I do want to keep my motherly grandmotherly boundary in place because it is important that i you know and here and a part of my family here you know all that that's important so i have to balance these things out but there's a heck of a lot of questions i want to know still and i probably know them but you know i have to be careful you know because i have to be the grandma i have and then i have to have my extraterrestrial life too it's really strange sometimes i even think you know could this kind of be like the movie Avatar? Right. Maybe I'm still alive up there. And what seems like 63 years to me may only, because there's no such thing as time up there, maybe this is like five minutes up there. Wow. You know, I mean, I don't know everything. I, I, I don't. And I don't, I'll be the first one to tell you. And there's many things I want to know. And there's many more things I'm going to. Every night when I lay down my head, I ask them, Please give me more information. I'm ready. I can handle it. And, you know, 
they know what I can handle. They know everything about me. And I've even been with them. And I was like, oh my gosh, you came because I'd asked them to come. And I'm like, you're here. And they're like, we hear you every time. We hear everything you say. So they're very aware of everything that goes on in our world here. They know. And it's not just me. They know it all. You know, they know everything. And they're just waiting for us to realize all these things and realize that we are unique. We are beautiful, wonderful. We can become even more. And it's not our fault that we're not already there. It's because of all these things that have manipulated us and took advantage of us being at a lower consciousness. But we are coming coming to the right consciousness now, and we're realizing this, and they're going to help us. So if somebody wants to experience would they to have I think. I think number one, and and I say this to everybody, you know, a lot of people do the C5 where they'll go out with groups of people and stuff. The thing that I, there's a lot of uh, even spirit beings that can pretend to be an extraterrestrial. So I think, first of all, you should uh, meditate or prayer, whatever you want to, whatever you choose with pure intention, pure thoughts. Be direct and say, I want to be around positive intellectual beings extraterrestrial beings interdimensional beings i want positive face-to-face or positive downloads i don't want anything but positive extraterrestrials and be pacific and and say what you want because i I believe there are spirit beings i believe they're ghosts i believe there's a lot of different things you know and you know so and you can ask, I know for me, I don't necessarily ask for things because people will say, well, why didn't you bring something back? Or, or you know, why don't, I've had my disclosure. I don't need all that. And I have an understanding of knowing that for me to, I don't make demands. I don't say, come down here and show yourself in front of these people. I mean, they're not just sitting around up there waiting for somebody to say, that's not the way they operate and i would never ever yes they will eventually come but they might not come immediately but and they have evidenced themselves to me at times when i'm like wondering i went and talked to a bunch of uh, mental health therapists and told them that they need to educate themselves on experiencers and as disclosure continues people are going to start remembering things or memories or will surface and you know, they they may want to talk to people. They need to have groups and people ready. You know, because this is some people aren't actually going to lose their mind because their Bible fuckers <laughs> are hey, you hey, know they, they think everything's evolved around their little religion and it, it's all going to crush. There's people that are going to need help. This is a lot to absorb. It's a lot. You know, we're having this conversation, but there's some people that would get up and leave. They would think that we were talking to demons, or, or, or you know what I'm saying. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. So wow. they know. I know that disclosure is great for us, but there's a lot of people that are not going to be able to handle this, and we have to be there and ready to help huh? people. We have as, to help people, as you said. We can never be fully one if we don't believe what other people are telling us, or we think that they're. Uh, raised differently or born differently or think differently we're never going to be one to begin with if we have all those doubts to so right so but we have to be aware and help you know and and so 
So, you know, we have to be ready because it it will be, uh, you know, everything and nothing's going to happen overnight. You know, everything runs its course. And what seems like a long time to the, us may not be nothing to them. So, you know, there's a lot. It's a lot. I know it's a lot. Even Tom, for us, you know, I mean, how many times do we ourselves say, oh, my God. We're already through January of 2024. It seems like yesterday we were celebrating New Year's, you know? So it does go by fast, just not as fast as we think that it should. So, yeah, Yeah, it's strange, really. It's kind of like, whoa. Yeah, it is mind blowing. It is. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you guys having me. I love this, you know, I love talking about that. And my goal is to reach the whole world, you know, and I hope that I will meet people that have incarnated here and maybe are on the verge you know they always told me i would know when the time was right so i'm hoping you know that i can encourage others that are like me to get out there and start you know doing their mission doing their part you know because humanity has been lied to for far too long we we don't know the true history of our planet we don't know our true heritage there's so many things we don't even know everything about our oceans. I mean, there's so much we don't know. So a lot of things are going to start surfacing, and we are going to learn a lot of things. And I think that we all, I know that we all, I know that we all have a extraterrestrial heritage. It is that junk DNA. It's extraterrestrial heritage. It's in there. Uh-huh. Yeah. We thank you very much for uh, sharing yourself and your story with us. We really greatly appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me, and I'd love to come back sometime. And I hope that you know, I, I I hope that I can help people to understand that it can be like little small increments. You know, whatever they're ready to absorb, it doesn't have to happen overnight. You know, and everybody should do their own research and do their own thinking. You shouldn't listen to everything you're told. Follow your heart. Look within. You're inside us. We're all a, have a soul. Find that part of you and let it make decisions, not everything or anyone else around you. So we'd love to have you back. Oh, yes. (laughs) Hopefully I'll, you know, I'm going to keep asking for more information and hopefully I can share more. Yeah. That'd be great. We would definitely like to have you back. You know, obviously we're going to be discussing. I haven't followed. I'm not, I don't, I've never gone to church in my whole life. I've never gone to church, but I haven't become a spirit joke. We at least, we at least kind of have a discussion, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it would be nice to have you back. Yeah. We go into that side of things as well. Yeah. Our world's changing and we have got to change with it. Yeah. That's definitely. So I want to thank you guys. Our time is running. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> it was a pleasure meeting you. Thank you so very much. Okay. Thanks. We'll talk soon. Bye. Thank you for joining the friends I view today. If you loved our conversation, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, share with friends, and stay tuned for our next episode. Until then, keep the conversation going.